0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Hammer and Nigel. Do you believe these characters are weirdos? <laughs> On 93 WIBC.
0: So let's rock it! Hey, I'm Nigel. Hammer's over there. Through 16 days in Indianapolis, Hammer. 11 homicides. That is not a good start to 2023. I feel like, look, I I wasn't here yesterday. Guy Relford was filling in. Don't we, doesn't this show usually start off Mondays by talking about the crime stats? We did. We did this yesterday. Yeah. I know this kind of feels
1: like Groundhog's Day, but we did the usual Monday uh, routine of updating the city on what happened over the weekend. And it was a violent weekend. Four people killed over the weekend. The reason wow. we're talking about it again is that we have finally heard from the mayor of the city. One boss hogset, old Diamond Joe, finally spoke up. Now, he spoke to Channel 13, WTHR, and take a listen to this. I want you to just take a listen on your own and then tell me what you think afterwards. We were very um, encouraged by the investments that we've been making. Uh, Given the fact that our overall criminal homicide number in 2022 was below not only that of 2021, but also 2020. Um, But we realize that uh, we have a long way to go, uh, but we have
0: two more years of a three-year investment. Yeah, so another victory lap. And then what happens after the the investment's gone? And then... Uh, 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 and then what... <laughs> I just it's a surprise to me that somebody actually popped their head out and made a comment after a violent weekend in the city, because you usually don't hear from anybody except uh, police officers, law enforcement. You don't hear from political officials at all.
1: Listen, I don't expect him to come out and be like, everybody run for your lives. But you have to address that for two straight years, January has been a very violent month. All right, congratulations. We did not set a homicide record last year. Yay. As a matter of fact, last year's homicide total wasn't even second place. It was third all time in the city. You would have thought we were back down below a hundred homicides a year when you listened to Joe Hogsett speak. And is there a reason for optimism? Maybe You know, once these security cameras get in place and maybe some more funding comes in, okay? Yeah, and
0: I think they've already been using the gunshot detection technology. So- but,
1: but don't act like everything is fine right now because it's not. Because as of right now, Indianapolis is on pace for another all-time record. When you look at the numbers, when Joe Hogsett gave that interview to Channel 13... It was after a weekend where 11 homicides, I'm sorry, where four homicides took place. 17 people were shot or stabbed. So a person was shot or stabbed every four hours in the city of Indianapolis this past weekend. And that's when he made that comment. And
0: like I say, I said usually it's, it's crickets from everybody from the top down, from Hogshead to the city county council after a violent weekend. We never hear... Really, anything from anybody, and the other concerning part about that comment was, yeah, yeah, we're like yeah, two years into a three-year investment. What happens after those investment dollars are gone? What happens after we get done throwing all the money we can at this thing? And that's good. I'm glad we are funding the police. I'm glad we are trying to actively recruit IMPD officers. But what what happens after that? That uh, that federal COVID money goes away. Anybody? Anybody got any ideas? I mean, you can throw money at it all you want, but if you still have socialist um, uh, liberal policies in the liberal uh, the, the revolving door of the criminal justice system uh, making its way through the city, you know, spinning its way every weekend, you can throw all the money at it you want, it's not going to work because you saw violent criminals out on the streets, habitual violent criminals that are constantly being let out. If you know somebody that was shot, stabbed, or killed
1: this past weekend— does that make you feel any better that statement from joe hogsett right there trying to shove sunshine up your backside well we've gone down the last two years we were only a top three all-time homicide last year does
0: that make you feel any better at all do you feel safer is the question yeah um i stayed downtown uh with some friends with the kids over the weekend and i you know walking through the mall walking outside had an early dinner downtown i didn't say i'm not gonna sit there and say like oh you know i'm looking over my shoulder constantly every second of when i'm out in public but at the same time I'm definitely keeping my eyes open, which I think is probably a good policy for anybody, anyway.
1: Right, because there's always going to be those people that man. do what you do, and they go to the mall, or they go to a hotel, or they go to a restaurant, and they'll do the video for social media. I'm walking through downtown. Yeah, it, I haven't been shot yet. Sure. Everybody at WIBC is so hysterical, fear mongering. The numbers speak for themselves. This past weekend in Indianapolis, somebody was shot or stabbed. Every four hours. That's not okay. That's not acceptable. And no matter how you try to spin it, there has to be some sort of answer. But as we talked about yesterday night, you were out. Guy Relford was here. Maybe we're the minority here because 60% of the voters voted for Ryan Mears to get his job back. They vote for the same city county counselors to come back. The same judges to come back. Maybe we are just a small group of people who are concerned that things are not going in the right direction where everybody else is clearly saying hot damn. We love it. Somebody shot or stabbed every four hours. Keep
0: voting that in. (laughs) By the way, just a side note here. I I mentioned that we uh, we had dinner downtown. Guess what time the reservations were? I mean, just take. I mean, or like over or under.
1: Um, uh, you and your wife. You're a guy that goes to bed pretty early, so I'm going to say dinner was probably five o'clock.
0: Three oh. thirty. Harry and Izzy's baby.
1: Were you watching <laughs> Matlock together afterwards?
0: We had the kids in tow, and we had some friends with us, and their kids were the same age. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we were back at the place <laughs> by five thirty or six. The I, early bird special, I, I, huh? The, I, <laughs> Well, there's no such thing as Harry and Izzy's on a Saturday, trust me. but You uh, and Jerry
1: Seinfeld's dad <laughs> hanging out?
0: <laughs> Morty. Yeah, me and Morty were
1: bellied up at the bar. Uh, <laughs> big story locally. And nationally, in the world of politics, Jim Banks officially announcing his run for U.S. Senate. uh, Just won a House seat last election, beating the brakes. I mean, he just beat the hell out of that one clown with the uh, liberal 10 cannon a string (laughs) podcasting network. Uh, God, he beat the crap out of that guy. Uh, But he's now saying, I want to run for Senate. He's the first one of the major players to officially say I'm in it to win it. We're anticipating some other names like Victoria Sparts and maybe Mitch Daniels. The mudslinging's kind of already starting here, Nudge.
0: Well, I mean, Banks is is running on America First agenda. I liked his political ad, solid in terms of conveying his conservative agenda, military service family, pro-Trump, national security, it's pro-America agenda. But this is a guy that lost his bid for majority whip, that position in the House. Maybe he thinks he hit the ceiling there. Maybe he could be more effective as one of the most 100 powerful people in the country. I'm curious to know, though, You know, Mike Braun sat in this in this room as a senator here a few months ago before he decided to officially say that he was running for governor and said, yeah, I can't, it just doesn't seem like I could get a lot done in the Senate. Right. Which One kinda, which new when, person, you know, especially a new person, you know, you can't change anything. The swamp but, is a powerful force. But man, you, the, all those guys you mentioned, everybody's p- pretty well known in the state. Sparks has a national profile. She's on cable news all the time for her perspective on the war in Ukraine. Uh, she immigrated here in 2000 uh governor mitch daniels huge name in this state my man mitch served uh governor what oh five to 12 or 13 and then uh, big success as president of the purdue university until the end of last year and then well holcomb is, is holcomb <laughs> <laughs> governor holcomb's probably worried
1: about how climate change is going to affect all of us and will we even be alive by 2023 or will the climate change kill all of us